Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart. And on this week's episode, you know we love to talk about art money here on the podcast. So this one's all about the numbers behind a well-functioning business. I'll start by sharing some cost comparisons with the intention of convincing convincing you to charge more for your art. I paint for businesses and businesses know the cost of doing business, which is why I find it a little bit easier to approach a commercial job with a high bid as opposed to something residential. But just to contradict myself, even homeowners know the cost of creating and maintaining a classy property. So let's talk about a variety of expenses, including what it costs to build my own art studio in this money episode. Let's start with the business side, though. I love painting for businesses. Every time I approach a business and they or sorry, they, they come to me and say that, hey, I want my logo painted, I know it's going to be a pretty easy $1,000, $1,500, dollars plus job. It's just, and I can do it in a day. <laughs> they just, they know the cost of doing business because if you think about it, a restaurant owner, I mean, they're paying out how much for help every week you know they're they're signing out salaries and hourly wages thousands of dollars depending on how big it is right a really big restaurant tens of thousands a small restaurant a couple thousand it's it's still they're not going to bat an eye at my $1500 logo charge because the profit margins for them think about the profit margins of what's going out versus what's coming in i actually think about this quite a bit. When I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, okay, I'm spending $20 on my entree with drinks. And like with my husband, we just got out of here with $70 with tip. What is the profit margin in that? Because that's, that's my business brain, right? I'm like, okay, they probably spent so much on food. They probably, it's probably about $40 for the profit, 30 maybe once they pay everybody. So how many people are in here? Say there's 50 People in there, I'm not even going to do the math, <laughs> but thousands of dollars per couple hours. And they're making that profit, but they're paying out so much. I, I always think about that. How much are they coming in versus how much is going out? Basically, businesses can afford it because they have profit coming in daily, weekly, at higher rates than sometimes even a, a guest can imagine. They have a lot of expenses with that. And just to talk more about the expenses, I was recently hired to paint a, It's it was an old Hardee's building turning into another fast food type thing called Beefaroo. And it was basically a pretty simple mural that they wanted and they paid $7,000 for it. I was like, great, which is probably on the higher end for something that I thought that they were going to want at such a simple design. And I was happy with it. I hired a couple of people. I probably profited about six grand because I spent about $1,000 in hiring help and supplies and all of that. And so $6,000 profit, I spent about three full days painting. And then I had almost a full day of designing. So per hour, pretty good. <laughs> That's ideally how I want my projects to go. Not everyone is like this. <laughs> not everyone has a $2,000 profit day, not even close, but that's the ideal. But I was there painting and this white wall painter 
guy crossed my path and we were talking and he saw that I had a couple helpers. And so we were talking about hiring and our experiences with that and the troubles he's had with that. And he asked if he could hire some of my girls. I was like, absolutely. I'm sure they could use the extra work for the summer. And so he was just a really personable guy, really funny. And it was just him there. You don't have any help on this one? He goes, no, like he was just talking about, you know, the the pros and cons of hiring and whatnot. He's like, he, he didn't really have anybody. So he was just going to do it all. I was like, well, how long is it going to take you to paint the inside and outside of this old Hardy's building? And he goes, about two weeks. I was like, okay. He's like, but I'm actually spending about five days because the contractors in there, they were in my way. And then it rained for three days. So I couldn't paint the roof and all the things, you know how it is. And I just was nodding my head. Yep. I know how it is because as I was painting this mural on the exterior of the building, it had rained more often than not. So this project took about a week and a half, but I was actually out there about three days and had a couple other girls out there a couple other days. But anyway, we were just talking about it and I was like, okay, two weeks, two weeks worth of work, two weeks on your calendar, right? Not full days. And how much are you charging for this? And he just kind of stopped and you could tell he didn't really want to answer, but I I was, I told him, I was like, well, you know, I'm charging seven grand for this. So just, just to make him feel more comfortable, like I wasn't trying to, you know, intrude on him. I just offered up what I was doing. I was like, you know, it, it, this is probably taking me about three full days, but I have help. And so a few days in, in this. And so I just explained my stars. Like, so how much are you making? And he goes, 30 grand. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, dude, <laughs> that's amazing. He goes, yeah, but I've been doing it a long time, so I know how to do it fast. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, you're preaching the choir. I know exactly how that is. And I started asking him questions because he had the spray gun in his hand. And I'm like, you use that sprayer on everything. He goes, yeah, oh yeah, like I don't roll ever. So this white wall painter doesn't roll ever, or hardly ever, he said. And then he uses a sprayer. And if anybody's ever used a sprayer, you know that overspray is just the devil. <laughs> and I was like, well, what about overspray? He's like, no, like, like, I'm not a fan of getting paint where it doesn't need to be. So I know how to not do it. I was like, well, do you have drop cloths? He's like, sometimes, but really you just aim it close to the wall and, and you just cut in afterwards It's and it's easy. I'm like, oh my gosh. So this guy is having five full days of labor, two weeks on his calendar, 30 grand. Sure, there's paint costs in there. Yes, the sprayer that he was using likely cost a few thousand dollars. I know that mine cost fifteen hundred, and for the heavy duty one, and so his looked a bit better than mine. <laughs> and he has those costs, but thirty grand. Say he's profiting twenty five grand on that. That's what they're paying. Best bet that I thought about adding on commercial painting white wall painting onto my list of resume of things that I can do. And really for the rest of the day, I thought about it off and on. I was like, okay, maybe I can do this too. <laughs> maybe I can just hire it out, charge these crazy amounts, have a couple artists out there cutting and offer this. But I also know in the back of my head, just because it looks and sounds easy and he does it easy, doesn't mean there's a giant learning curve with everything that I've done, I know that now. And I also know that if I were to take that on and add that, that would be taking it away from other things, either mural promotion or whatever. And, or, you know, stuff with the academy, I wouldn't be doing that as much because I'd be focusing on building this new branch of my business. And even though the money looks great, 
it'll have a temporary halt on the rest of my business. And so I just, I weighed my options. But anyway, I digress a little bit. I got off topic a little bit, but the idea that this business is spending 30 grand to paint the outside of this building, they're spending seven grand to do a mural. I don't even want to know what the building costs. It costs a lot to do business. Even vinyl. I was talking to a vinyl person a while ago and I was like, how much does it cost for you to do vinyl? And he's like, if it's a very simple vinyl printout and say that there's no design fees on top of it, about $10 per square foot is what you're going to pay. So let's do the math. That is $1,000 for a 10 by 10 foot wall for vinyl, something that will peel off, something that's not going to last forever, plus design fees. And I was looking on Google because I didn't ask him for this. I was, like, but I was looking on Google and it says $250-ish is about where the design fees start for vinyl. So to create something custom, but have it just printed and stuck to the wall, 1000 bucks. <laughs> I recently heard... The IAA quote, as somebody said, that custom mural work should start at $1,000. And I really like that idea. Not to be confused with if you're very just starting out and you're trying to do some stuff just, just to get good at painting, do whatever you can. But if you're an intermediate or up and you've been doing it for a little bit and you've done the free work to get going, I really like that. I really like the idea of custom mural work should start at $1,000. So because vinyl is not far behind it, <laughs> I, I price some jobs at $15 per square foot. So just knowing that vinyl starts at $10 per square foot, <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit better about charging 20 or 25 or more, <laughs> especially if they want something detailed. Anyway, also, I'm just going to share some other figures that are going to blow your mind. An average landscaping package for a large business building starts at 35 grand. So large landscaping package, <laughs> 35 grand. And it can go up to, this is all Google research and from well-trusted websites, but it's, and then it says that 75 grand is for a high-end building business landscaping package <laughs> that needs to be maintained. <laughs> a mural, you do it once, it lasts forever, there's no maintenance. <laughs> Nothing. So why shouldn't a business spend thousands and thousands of dollars on that when that's going to look just... But they could paint flowers on the wall, right? I, we could, I'm just going to pitch that next time. Like, how about let's paint flowers instead of doing your landscaping package? <laughs> Another one, a large business, say one Walmart location, will pay around 70 grand per year for snow removal in, say, in a place that gets moderate snow. So not Florida, but like probably not Canada either. I'm sure they're paying more. But so upper Midwest, 70 grand for snow removal. And I actually have a friend who he had a landscaping company and he started it from the ground up, had people working for him, lots of lawn mowing. And he then found that snow removal was so lucrative that he's pivoted his business, sold the landscaping stuff and just does snow removal because it's so much, because big businesses like a Macy's will pay a lot to have on retainer. So they basically, he approaches them and says, you know, we can figure out how much it's going to be based on previous years of that you paid. So we'll shoot the middle. You pay us 70 grand to do snow removal. We'll be out there at the first sign of snowfall. So that way your customers can 
come and you can make money the next day. And mind you, people are paying this because they are making money. So businesses are making this amount. And if there is snow in their driveways and parking lots and whatnot, they cannot make money. So they pay to have it removed because they're going to make more in the long run, having happy customers and revenue for that day. So that's how they can justify it. But he puts them on retainer so that way he can calculate his annual income earnings and whatnot because if they don't do retainer then it's just a per project basis and they'll it's a gamble that they'll probably they could pay more and really people do these landscaping and snow removal contracts because when they make their budgets at the year they don't want to have to come in at the end of the year and said oh no and say no no we underestimated this so we went over budget here they want to say we are spending 70 grand on snow removal and that's it and so that way we have however much money to establish or to use for marketing we have this much amount to use for products and branding and this is the set amount for snow removal there's not going to be no surprises at the end of the year they want that safe and they want to know things are taken care of. And so sometimes they'll even hedge their bets and pay slightly a little bit more if it doesn't snow that season just to have that safety amount. So little fun fact about businesses. So another thing, I was actually asking my husband who does insurance, like how much does it cost you to go to these conferences? Because during the summer, especially, he'll go to one conference a month and he'll go, he'll set up his booth, he'll talk to customers about insurance and that's how he establishes relationship with customers, gains business, and in the long run has a job in that way. So You know, it's not just insurance. There's a lot of trade shows and festivals and things that conferences that people, businesses go, they send their marketing execs or whoever there to display and promote themselves at these conferences. And so to attend and sponsor, he says that it costs him in Missouri, one of the lower cost spending areas in the United States, it costs about $700 for him to just attend. So just to have a booth fee. So not including the banners that he's had made and the tablecloths, the uh, things, the cups that he's going to hand out, not including all the little stuff, the ticky tacky stuff, just $600 just for the booth fee. He says so summer $650, summer $700, right in there. And then if they want to, if his company wants to sponsor an event, like a happy hour or an appetizer round or whatnot, which he says they do always because the conferences that they attend. So he does nursing homes, very niche. And so they have these nursing home conferences and he will sponsor that cocktail hour. So it's sponsored by his company and they put it on. And so their logo is up everywhere and people who attend They go and you socialize, you make connections and people get to know that that logo and get familiar with that company a lot more. And so it's just a cost of doing business. But for him to sponsor, it can be up to 10 grand to do that. And they do it because they know it's worth it because they ended up gaining more customers and they gain more revenue than they put out from that. But just the cost of doing business in that way. And when I first started out, when I was charging $300 for the day to go paint a mural, whatnot, he was like, you're not charging enough. I pay thousands of dollars to go 
to this conference that I don't even want to go to and talk to people and <laughs> say the same stuff over and over again for a booth fee than you're charging for a day. You know, no, you need to up your prices. So I slowly, slowly upped them. But not everybody's heard that. Not, not everybody has somebody in their corner saying businesses, they charge more. You, you need to charge more. So this is me being your business coach saying you probably need to charge more. If people aren't constantly saying no, then you probably need to charge more. I was talking to an artist recently and not to say names, but this artist is very known on social media. Her social media presence is amazing. And she's booked out for months. And I was like, man, she is making bank. And come to find out, she hasn't quite made six figures yet. And I was like, what? That is crazy to me because she's busy, like working on the weekends, busy, I'll bet, like booked out. And her stuff is great. And I was automatically, I knew exactly why. It's because she's not charging enough. And now that I am not booked out for months and months, now I know that if you are booked out for months and months, it's because you're not charging enough. Charge more. And then you'll be booked out for like one month or two or a couple of weeks. And that's where we want to be. Or that's where I want to be anyway, because we're making more by working less. And that is the theme of the whole year. <laughs> okay. Also, just to share this one again, I've shared this before, but this sparked an idea because I was recently at a festival type fair thing here and I met one of my local artist friends, Tiffany, who had a booth there. So, and she had this raffle going on and she's setting up a storefront. She's doing the stuff. It's so cool. So I'd love talking to her about business. And she mentioned that she was doing this raffle. It was $50 to enter and she was raffling off like a motorcycle type thing. So pretty cool prize. And so we entered and she's like, yeah, I I need to pay for a sign for my business. And it's just a really simple, small sign that goes on the outside of her business, but she she had to have it. And she's like, it's so simple. It's like, all it says is art and it's kind of custom and it's really cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, but it, it costs three grand. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. And mind you, this is not a LED one. It's not big, it's very small, but it's required that she has it. And every business needs a sign, right? So if you think three grand for this small sign, that's very basic, but cute. I'm sure it's going to be cute, Tiffany. <laughs> and it can go all the way up to thousands of dollars for something exterior large that lights up. I'm talking like 50 grand or more for something LED that's fancy and flashy. And I think of that all the time. When I go past, there's, there's this local ice cream place and they have a really cool sign that has a giant ice cream cone on it. And it rotates and it has their menu item, like when they have specials on it, and it's huge. And I think I have no idea how much that costs, but I bet it's a lot. And I want to know. <laughs> and anytime I go past a McDonald's, I wonder how much McDonald's the signs cost with the M's. I'm sure they have it mass produced and I'm sure they get a discount in some way without so many. But I wonder how much that costs. Like 50 grand, maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> like how many cheeseburgers do they need to sell in order to pay for their sign? <laughs> this is the cost of doing business for businesses. They understand and they'll pay. And so this is my just little insight. I didn't want to make this one super long. I just wanted to put to the forefront that vinyl, $10 per square foot, and then basic business costs are thousands of dollars. So why shouldn't our art be? We have a product that is going to last for a very long time. 
And I was just talking to somebody recently and they said, do you ever have to go touch up? Like, and I said, no, because they make paint so durable nowadays that if you apply it correctly, which I do most of the time, <laughs> and I've had a couple instances where I've had to go retouch, but it was because I used the wrong paint pretty much on the wrong surface and it got weathered off and mistakes anyway, live and learn. But the majority of the time, if you do it correctly, have a primer or whatever. The paint nowadays is made so well that it will last a very, very long time. And so if something's going to last and look pretty for 20 years and say they have a logo and they want to paint their logo on the side of the building, have a 10 by 10 foot logo, how much would a sign cost that's 10 by 10 foot? Quite a bit. So to undercut that, you don't have to do much. I mean, five grand? (laughs) <laughs> to do that because the sign's going to cost way more than that. Just think about that the next time you go bid something for a business. And I mean, I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about homeowner stuff too. I've painted in some houses that are worth quite a bit, right? And I think the more the house costs, the more that the homeowner understands the cost of making things look classy and maintaining. I painted for a guy one time, he had a beautiful property and he ordered trees and shrubs and the landscaping package was a hundred grand. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was getting paid $75 an hour to come paint for him regularly. And so I was like, oh man, I did not charge enough. (laughs) But yeah, a hundred grand. I mean, granted he had a bunch of trees and trees are expensive (laughs) and they're going to plant them and maintain everything. Beautiful area, but a hundred grand? Is that worth that? I don't know. I'd say one thing that is worth it. So I built my art studio and to give you a couple numbers behind that. Okay. I didn't fully build it. We bought this home from this retired couple and they stored their RV in this like tin shop looking area. But so it was built, it had a roof on it, it had tin walls and all the things, but it did not have uh, drywall and it had no windows. And so all I did was put drywall and windows in there and then I painted everything white and my bill was almost 20 grand for the whole thing. And I didn't even build it from scratch. (laughs) Like the windows alone cost over 10 grand, which... If you ask me, is that worth it? I will say 100% yes, yes. I love my windows. (laughs) So, But I think of it like this. It would take me probably two mural jobs on average because I I go for $5,000 mural jobs. So two mural jobs, two to three weeks to make that. And I'm going to have those windows that provide light, the optimum light, amazing light, and they make me feel good for the rest of my art career. Like it's going to last forever. And I'm going to enjoy it so much. And two to three weeks to make up that, if I really wanted to work, (laughs) it was worth it to me. I mean, drywall is not super pretty, but it was necessary. And I did my own painting and all that. But I was talking to my husband about it. I was like, are you okay with us spending 20 grand to do this? He's like, oh, yeah. And his reasoning was this is going to last forever. He's like, I don't bat an eye at something that's going to last forever. He's like, if it was temporary, like a vacation, probably not. (laughs) And I was like, okay, okay. So it's going to last forever. We're going to enjoy it forever. And murals are the same. It's They're going to have that for a very long time. And I don't think people realize that. So use that in your negotiations. Recently, I put a warranty inside of our Academy Mural Master program thing just to give out if people have any kind of 
questions about it, there's a you can give them a warranty. And so I have just a, a warranty template in there that you can give them that says this will last for X amount of years. And then in our contract, we also have something to where if it does need touched up by if a tree falls on it or there's fire or somebody comes and graffitis it, that I want to be the first contacted. I don't want another artist going on there. And if you try to you know, have your cousin do it for cheaper, they could mess it up. <laughs> so in my contract, I just say I'd like first right to repair, but I also charge for that. But I also explain that you're not going to need a repair unless something crazy happened. I think in terms, terms it's called act of God. So it's if it gets electrocuted or something like a, or a lightning bolt comes on it, something, something that's not, you know, that's out of your control because what's in my control is, you know, that paint is going to last for a long time. I'm going to do this properly and it's going to last you a long time and you don't have to maintain it like land landscaping. Okay. That's all I have. And I hope you find this valuable. And yeah, I just, I like talking about money whenever I do. You guys tell me that you like it and I think it helps just put things in comparison. So that's all I have for this week. Let me know if you liked this episode and if you could please share it on your Instagram. If you tag me, I will reshare it and I will say thank you so much inside of your direct message inbox because I will see it. And so yeah, if you find this, found this helpful or any episodes helpful, please share it on Instagram stories. I would be so appreciative. Okay. I'm going to go chase around a baby because I have a six month old now. Wow. (laughs) Time flies so quickly. Okay. Hope you have a great day. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, I mean it. (laughs) It's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. (laughs) The book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.